Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth May. Hello, welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. We started with the sounds of Sauerjur, a track called La Rupture. It is taken from his, I was going to say second record, but it's his second record on the label Le Disque du Festival Permanent out of France. The record itself is called De More Viva, which is translates as Of the Living Dead. And we're chatting a little bit before the pod, as we want to do, as we are actual friends. Um, and Anthony was <laughs> saying he'd played Sado on the pod before and uh, I've been threatening to book him at some point as well. Yeah, in 2019, I got an email from a festival promoter agent guy out of France. You know, emailed me about the artist and said, were well, you interested? And I was like, wow, this is brilliant. And I was just looking through our emails and we had a bunch of chat about it, but never came to anything. It's obviously quite hard to book music that hardly anybody knows coming from another country. It's not easy for the promoter. It's not easy for the artist. But I actually played them on the podcast uh, like in the same time. It's episode 190 
funnily enough, along with Mighty Lord Deathman, who I'm playing later today. Interesting. It's, uh, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say Interessionse, which is how I say interesting to my partner who speaks Polish, not to have another Polish reference on this podcast. But yeah, that must be how sort of it was one of those ones that was on my list of things to check out. And it's, as you were saying, music that no one really knows is hard to book, but also particularly unusual and experimental and different, I would venture as well, which makes it even more difficult to find an audience yeah without being like particularly abrasive or anything like that oh no just uh, unusual sure yeah and uh, yeah it uh, says here the more viva explores the idea of a contemporary paganism in 10 jubilant humorous and spiritual odes and yeah it's the project of a chap called ernest Berger, and he's released a couple of records in the past and he also appeared on lg's record voodoo dom uh, which we definitely played on the pod. It's a favourite of mine. Have it in my record collection here. It came out on Edition Gravat in 2018, I think. Yes, that is correct. His other record, I don't know if this was the one that we played, was uh, Les Brova, uh, which was also on Le Disque de Festival Permina. Nice. Um, just after we finished recording last week's podcast, I heard this song and I was like, oh, God damn it. I want to turn back time. I want to find a way to get Cool Keith and Scorn and submerged into the podcast. But of course, that wasn't possible. So, but uh, luckily for me, I do this every week. <laughs> so I can just, Luckily uh, <laughs> for all of us, you do it every week. <laughs> luckily for all of our wonderful listeners, we're here every week. And I want to play you this. It's, as I mentioned, it's Scorn, Mick Harris, him of Napalm Death, Fret, pushing the far reaches of heavy music for many years with legendary New York MC from the ultra magnetic MCs, Cool Keith and Submerged, who's a Brooklyn DJ. He's the founder of On Resistance Records, who um, normally releases Scorn. And uh, they have come together to release this track. And yeah, I mean, Scorn with Cool Keith. What's not to love about that? It is heavy, heavy old rap. Scorn's playing raw power. If only, if only could get Cool Keith in. Here we go. This track is called Distortion. Ready for takeoff. Like the planet of the apes, the manager of the way to keep the rust and real is great. I was supposed to 
the sound waves roll like rollerblades. Past experience like Chuck D, here it is. Past pyramids, interior reveal when they open the lid. A lot to give since the starting grid. Destination arrival, survival tactics with backflips. Local action is accurate. With the sun rays shining, you lighting back of it. Release, relieve your mind from exhaustion and distortion. we go utterly brilliant that is the sounds of scorn featuring sorry scorn and submerged apologies and cool keith track is called distortion and yeah i like music like that very very much gareth do you remember the dead fader and sensational records that i released 10 years ago odd uh, yes on the work it no ep on robot elephant records copies i've got no idea if they're available or not Exactly. Okay. Well, on that record, Work It No, there's a track called Fish. So Fish with an S-H after it. And I love that song. It's one of the favorite things I ever released. And nothing could be more complimentary than the fact that it heavily reminds me of that. And I don't know if this is going to be part of a full length record, if there's going to be a a collaboration album coming along, or it's just a one-off song that they've got put together, you know, submerged, obviously he's based in New York, cool Keith's in New York. Maybe they know each other. And he was like, Keith do something over my friend Mick here. But uh, anyway, if that's going to be a full record, then I'm excited. Yeah. It doesn't look like I was doing some digging during the track. It says here, the single is from the upcoming Scorn album, the only place which suggests that Scorn have a new album and this is going to be a track on it that cool Keith is on. Cool. But either way, it was absolutely cracking. And when you sent it to me last week, I listened to, I'm going to say about five seconds. And I was like, I'm going to love this. I'm going to save it for the podcast and enjoy it <laughs> there and then. It's very, because that's just that initial base is just like, this has the bug written all over it <laughs> uh, for me. And that is a happy, happy coincidence. Well, they are friends and musical compatriots coming out of the same sort of scene in Birmingham at the same time. 
Cool. I am going to play something very, very different. This is from Brazil. It's from a group called uh, Sofia Chablau e Uma Enorme Puda de Tempo. Uh, this is from their debut album. It's uh, some great sort of, it's a lo-fi pop punk is what I'm going to call it. Not really the sort of thing I play on this podcast, but I was enjoying it a lot uh, yesterday. Uh, this is the opening track from the album. It's called Pop Capecina. Perdi anotando o ritmo do pisca-alerta Tentando decifrar quantas vezes o semáforo pisca até fechar A quantidade de metros que faz uma roda ser gigante E o índice de morte nas banheiras do Japão Meio amor já basta pra acabar com a Casais que se reúnem só pra discutir Me deixam refletindo se nós somos grandes interruptores de luz Se eu sou mais lá de Shankar ou Jesus would be a lot of fun live i have absolutely no doubts oh that was great i was ready for that to sort of just kick back in obviously i could see the time so i knew it was going to finish but that barely you know like a two three second pause and then bang it was back in but it, it wasn't to be yeah unfortunately <laughs> not um uh, fortunately though for the record it is the opening track and it then just carries on in that same vein for the rest <laughs> of the record. Uh, Sophia Chablot e in Uma Enorme Perda de Tempo, which is, uh, translates as Sophia Chablot and a Huge Waste of Time, which is... Uh, I was like, obviously there's like huge and time I got, but Perda, I wasn't sure. Waste. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Pop Capuchina is the name of the track taken from their self-titled debut record on Celo Risco out of Brazil. It really reminded me a lot of Ana Frango Electrico, if you remember that record. Um, sure. Yeah, Momacho uh, Quima, I think is the name of that record. It came out in 2018. I think she's had another one since. But that sort of quite poppy, but also lo-fi and there's some real odd twists to the track and the music as well of young women coming out of Brazil. And yeah, into it a lot. Yeah, the first 30 seconds with the squealing saxophone had a bit of the uh, James Chance about it as well. You know, the sort of fast beat and the squealing saxophone. I was like, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, not, not really much uh, more to add. It's like I say, it's their debut album. They had their first single, Idas e Vindas de Amor, which came out in 2019. And yeah, this was recorded around about the same time, also in 2019. Not 
was going to say, not entirely sure why it's taken so long to come out. Um, I'm not sure yeah, there's a big open goal for releasing music last year, but uh, it is out now and I'm happy about that. Cool. I want to play you a track from a Japanese performer called Yuko Araki. I first got to know her playing in the band Kunatic. They came and played Raw Power, my festival. To be honest, I can't actually remember what happened. I think maybe they just got in touch and I thought it was fantastic. And, and there we were. And then after um, playing at Raw Power, she went on to do some solo noise, experimental, avant electronic type stuff. And we did a gig at Cafe Otto and yeah, just generally stayed in touch. I was absolutely delighted to see that she's releasing on none other than Room 40 Records out of Australia, the record label of Lawrence English. Definitely uh, an an avant-garde record label of quite some esteem. So I thought it was brilliant that uh, she's been picked up there. And I'm going to play you a track from her album. The album's called End of Trilogy. I'm going to play you this track called Cat Food 2. There we go. Second track in a row where the beat could kick back in. <laughs> a, a really pleasant listen on headphones, that particularly. The, yeah, the way that was mastered is just that, oh, mate, it sounds phenomenal on headphones. Yeah, wicked, eh? That is um, Cat Food 2 from Yuko Araki's End of Trilogy. And really, it's just sort of what I told you is what I've got with it. It says here a little bit on the press release, End of Trilogy is a record of unpredictable momentum and ferocity. Even at its most intense, Yuko Araki's work maintains a sense of playfulness, drawing on techniques borrowed from 70s prog rock and even free jazz, dissolving expectation, a very personal approach to noise and experimental electronics. I think I can get down with all of that. Yeah, absolutely. Kinetic generally get down with anything that references them as well. They appeared on 
I'm going to say uh, top five of my favorite compilations ever, which is uh, Seattle in the beginning. Woman was the son on Akafon a couple of years back now, which was a compilation of Japanese female artists. Putting yeah, I feel out. we ended up playing two or three songs from that in the end, didn't we? Like one or two on the actual, and then once on our favorites of the year. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, it had uh, Kitki Hitomi from Wack Wack Kingdom and various other bands on it. Uh, Mikado Koko, who we played a couple of times on the pod on it as well. So, and Fujiyuki, who was uh, what I, who, the track we actually played on the pod first from it. But yeah, so plenty of favorites on that record anyway. For sure. And up from me, I'm going to go to Sweden and I'm going to play some funk. It's been a little while since I've played anything funk related, I would say. Swedish funk. I mean, I almost, <laughs> I almost brought some pretty balls to the wall disco this week and then <laughs> didn't because it was one of those ones where you get about four minutes into like the eight minute opus and you're kind of like, was it good? Like, is this good or is it just disco and I love disco? Yeah, I thoroughly understand that feeling. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, this one is good, and it's also two minutes long. Our third, this will be our third two-minuter in a row. And right, also yeah. going through, because, you know, how this works, listeners, is Gareth, I just have his five tracks. I don't know uh, necessarily which is which, and there's nothing on this one that says that it's Swedish or funk, really, or he hasn't said the artist, but from the artwork and just the photo and everything, there was absolutely no doubt which one was the Swedish funk. It's obviously this one. That cover, <laughs> extremely silly. Yeah, do you want that to be the cover of this week's podcast? <laughs> I think so. Because that would be three animals in a row. The, the cat, the cow, and the dog. Oh, that's true. Okay, well, I'll have to see what else is up for offer. Yeah, well, uh, that could be the trilogy. We'll have to wait and see. But yes, you are correct. The one that looks incredibly silly is the Swedish funk. It's from a band, of a duo called Duoya, two chaps called Gustav Hornej and Dimitrios Keratsios. And yeah, they used to be in a band together called Organic Pulse Ensemble, which is now just a solo one of Gustav Hornej. And yeah, like I say, they've been sort of sharing music and whatnot and have come up with this. This is their debut single. It's called butter and this is the lead track it's called put some butter on it
There is no doubt I found myself in quite a silly mood this week. <laughs> uh, when those flute kicked in, all was well. Yeah, that's it. It's a flute line funk is all that it needs. It's a, it sounds of duo a track called Put Some Butter on it, a good guide to gourmet cooking. That's taken from the Butter 7-inch on Urban Waves Records out of Belgium. And yeah, they, they're apparently they're creating a record now, uh, but that was their first release. And I have nothing else to say about it, but yeah, do go check out Organic Pulse Ensemble, which was born by the same two people, but is now just one of them making music. And yeah, not much else apart from that. Fine, nice. I was absolutely delighted when I got a message from Matthew Colgate, a.k.a. Mighty Lord Deathman, with a new album. He's uh, teamed up with Hot Fools Records out of London, who I really like. We've played him on the podcast a number of times before. Um, we Wild Blood was one. And um, definitely first time releasing on them for him. His previous record was on Hominid Sounds. He sort of gave me my pick of it, so there wasn't really any singles. And the title track was definitely one that uh, I thought about playing. And there's uh, some other excellent ones. But in the end, I settled on the opener. The album is called Life Force. And this is the opening track. It's called Gladius.
There we go. That is Mighty Lord Deathman's Gladius from uh, his album Life Force. Matt is definitely one for the uh, sort of a preposterous song title. The Blue Scorpion Walks Upright is uh, the track after that. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Gladius is a pretty uh, amusing title <laughs> in itself. But yeah, I love Mighty Lord Deathman. And yeah, after your complaining of recent weeks, it definitely seems like we've changed places in terms of your bringing the electronic bangers and I'm bringing everything else. Well, I, I definitely, I did that. I did that on purpose. I really wanted to make sure it wasn't all ambient music. Yeah, so Mighty Lord Deathman, as I said, that is from the full length coming on Hot Fools Records. Matt was a member of Teeth of the Sea, long-running Babi Yaga's hat band, and he's been making excellent solo records since the start of 2019. And we've definitely featured him a couple of times before. I want to take this opportunity also to plug his podcast, The Savage Beast, which is a really, really great film podcast. There's like not many podcasts. I never miss an episode. Admittedly, they're sort of not super regular, but I'm always excited when there's a new Savage Beast podcast out. Honestly, I watched like probably 50% of the films that they recommend. Yeah, I was going to prompt you for that recommendation because I know you're a big fan of it. I haven't actually listened to it yet. I need to get on there because your wild recommendations of which you've done it more than once definitely worth following up on yeah i've just been quite into watching films sort of in the sort of had a bit more time obviously in the last year and i've not really been that fussed about watching loads of tv series or just watching crap that i'm not really paying attention to i've just more enjoyed just sitting down and watching films and um, i like the kind of stuff that he gets behind and i thought while i'm in a sort of podcast recommending place not to um send people to other places all the time but um longtime podcast patron mike shields has a podcast a music podcast with over 100 episodes called a nine hertz which i checked out and i thoroughly enjoyed it basically it's a very similar format to this but basically playing more or less only metal so if uh what you what you've always missed from the imp is you think this is great but i wish they'd just play some more metal well nine hertz pod i think you'll enjoy that yeah, that's where you need to go. Speaking of films, one film I have never seen, but definitely want to because it's pretty much a seminal classic um, told is Solaris. Yeah, uh, same as me. It's just one of those films that like people have, you know, you're aware of it and you know that it's, it's something famous and people like it, but I haven't seen it, exactly. Yeah, well, in, uh, in May 2020, Kevin Martin, maybe better known as the Berg, part of King Midas Sound and yeah, lots of projects here uh, that we've played on the pod. He was invited by the Vorreut Art Centre in Ghent, Belgium, to compose a new score for a film of his choice, and Solaris was the film that he chose. From Andrei Tarkovsky, apparently it says here that it was running in cinemas in the Soviet Union for 15 years straight. So... <laughs> That is a strong work. Yeah, impressive. And uh, yeah, it won the Grand Prix Special de Jury Prize at, uh, this, at Cannes in 1972. And apparently, I haven't seen the film, but apparently it has a wonderful soundtrack of its own. But Kevin decided to give it a go. So he said, quote, it was with a certain amount of trepidation I stepped into such large footprints. And yeah, it's coming out on Phantom Limb the wonderful Brighton record label, Double Vinyl, coming out on the 25th of June. I was very excited when I saw this because it's got beautiful artwork by Simon Fowler, who did a lot of the artwork for Robot Elephant as well uh, back in the day. And yeah, I'm going to play you the lead track from this album. It's called Return to Solaris. It's by Kevin Richard Martin, and this is called In Love With a Ghost.
absolutely sublime, Kevin Richard Martin. He's made some absolutely fantastic ambient records over the past couple of years. He's been exploring that sound a little bit more, but I think this one is a pinnacle of all of those. I've enjoyed them all, but this one so far has been great. In Love With The Ghost is the name of the track. Return to Solaris is the name of the album released on Phantom Limb on the 25th of June. Yeah, could it be that fatherhood has mellowed him, mellowed even the fiercest of men? <laughs> Not that Kevin's ever been a fierce man, fierce music. <laughs> well, quite possibly, although apparently there is a bug album that has been completed and it is heavy based on what he says. <laughs> nice. I did know there was one in the works. So I wasn't sure that it was finished, finished, but that is definitely something to be excited for. I was thinking, you know, guys, could it be the Phantom Limb is the best record label to start like in the last five years? I just think they started in 2017. But I think it's the one. Maybe Nege Nege. But that is also a very good shout. Not gonna lie, they're both up there for me. I'll put Nege Nege and Hakuna Kalala just ahead of Phantom Limb, but because of the sheer quantity. <laughs> Uh, that they've also put out but no phantom limb is phenomenal and we play the vast majority of what they put out and they just put out some absolute personal favorites as well you know kevin martin now uh, Shell hashbaz with their last release and quack quack kingdom oh yeah so they i don't like ranking things that <laughs> course, when i Eckler, love them all remember that could be the one that we first played now, i played new optimism as well i think yeah seniawa i'm sorry i'm just going through the list now seniawa wack wack kingdom mc yeller speaking about uh, <laughs> yeah. nege nege and kalala right also put some stuff on phantom limb so there's a lot to love about that label and yeah i definitely put it in my top three until i think of two others <laughs> exactly killer experimental czech republic label genot um, or Genot Center, has got a special offer on where they've got 90% off their entire discography of uh, many, many releases that you can get for a measly eight euros. And podcast patron, all round good guy, Harsh, sent uh, some music to me. And I was familiar with the label because of, they did a release with More Air, who I promoted at Cafe Otto. And I might have played that release on the podcast, I can't remember. And I thought, so what better time could there be to plug this label than when, if you enjoy it, you can get in there and for barely the price of uh, an expensive pint in our newly reopened pubs. An expensive pint, pretty much the same price as a pint in our pubs. <laughs> you could get the entire discography of uh, one of Czech Republic's finest underground record labels. Their latest release is by an artist called QOW. I'm just going to give it QOW, even it could be Quo. It is an artist called Omar El Sadek. It came out in March, and I'm just going to play the opening track from it. Dawafa is the name of the album, and this is, song is called More. Thank you. 
There we go. That is more M O R R from Q O W, the moniker of Omar El Sadek. He's from Cairo, but based in Prague. Probably how ended up working with a record label from the Czech Republic, from Prague. And yeah, so as I mentioned, that is Genot Center Records, 90% off the whole digital discography. That's his album, Dauerfer, is what I just played there. But you can uh, go check out 44 other releases, most of which I've got absolutely no idea about. But I do really like My Cruelty um, from last year and More Air's Life Behind Glass. Definitely come highly recommended. Yeah, just looking through the collection here, German Army, who seem to mention on a lot of podcasts but rarely play them because they appear on a lot of great labels and they are an excellent duo. Who else have we got on here? This guy oh, yeah, loads Dane of Law stuff. as well. Is sorry, Dane Law is actually uh, someone I know from London. I promoted him as well. I missed that there. Ethereal Arthropod, I feel like we've played them on the pod previously. Laura Luna Castillo as well. So yeah, lots of uh, experimental music, not much for the club in there, as far <laughs> as I can tell. Yeah, not much for the club. <laughs> no, we are rattling through the two minutes of uh, experimental music, and I'm going to add to said delicious stew with this from Foodman. Yeah, it's the moniker of Takahide Higuchi. He's uh, from Nagoya in, uh, in central Japan. And yeah, has been releasing music for a long time. Long time producer has been involved in a couple of other projects as well. Like uh, fairly well-to-do sort of chap. Food man on Hyperdub, man. I hadn't seen that. Oh yeah. So this record is coming out on Hyperdub on the 9th of July called Yasuragi Land. And yeah, the lead track from it is cracking. It's this one. It's called Hoshikuzu Tenbudai. <laughs> Thank you. 
There you have it. Sounds of Food Man, Hoshikuzu Tenbude, taken from the album Yasuragi Land out on 9th of July via Hyperdub. 9th of July is definitely the furthest on we've got so far. We're getting there, man. Had a conversation about 2022 today. Uh, I do. I'm a concert promoter, mate. It's 2022 every day on the emails. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's, it does say actually in the press release, unusually for a Hyperdub album there is no bass instead her a yesuragi land is breezy and refined hyperrhythmic music made with a few simple tools dances around your head and i think that pretty much sums it up pretty succinctly to me would you care to guess anthony chalmers on -hmm. what podcast we last played food man um well we i'm sure we first probably played him with tygen from boningen their project together but um, we definitely played it more recently than that yeah, Kiseki is their project. Yeah. I'm going to guess podcast 215. We have only played Food Man once. It was on episode 97. What? And Kiseki <laughs> we have never played on the podcast. I feel like we've talked about Food Man a lot. This doesn't make any sense. We must have mentioned Food Man on the podcast at least five times. Yeah, well, unfortunately, our website does not take into account random mentions because, God, <laughs> could you imagine how many times we'd mentioned the bug or nege nege tapes? Anyway, uh, no, played in, on episode 97. Actually, this is his first record, or his first album, I should say, uh, since 2018. He had a record on Sunark. He's had a couple of records on Orange Milk. Hyperdub, obviously, like the biggest label that he's released on. He's also had a collaboration with Seller as well, who's someone I'm a big fan of. I haven't played any of her productions for a long time, but uh, so fellow Japanese uh, hip-hop instrumental producer. And yeah, so really looking forward to this one coming out and listening to the whole thing, 9th of July via Hyperdub. Great. Well, I think uh, that is about all we've got time for. We've uh, churned through it due to... Uh... All these uh, two minutes. I don't even know what this is going to come out as after a bit of edits, but I think this could be one of the shorter podcasts. But luckily for you listeners, because we don't want to uh, leave you shortchanged, I'm uh, leaving you with a six and a half minute. But just before we get to that, I want to say thank you very much to everyone for listening. Thank you very much to all of our patrons for supporting us in doing this. We love and appreciate each and every one of you. Can't wait to see all your faces next thursday or this coming thursday when we do our next patron live show if you're getting this on monday the live show's in three days you still got time to sign up because they are really really fun we absolutely love doing them and me and gareth are going to bring the best in reggae dub and dance hall and we are going to be putting our minds together tomorrow to figure out what we're going to be doing and it's going to be good yeah it's going to be cracking and yeah you have until about 8 p.m uk time on thursday to sign up and the link for getting your tickets will be right there in the patreon as soon as you sign up so come on join us come on support the podcast it'll be great (laughs) cool and one thing that is definitely not reggae dub and dance hall is the final track from me they are a band from manchester called polar Thomas Ragsdale, whose music we've played on the podcast several times before runs a record label called soundtracking the void and uh, this is a release from him on there. He sent it to me uh, yesterday and he said it's influenced by Burundi Club of Gore and The Nex, two bands that I enjoy very much. So I knew that it was going to be my cup of tea and I like it. I like it a lot. The album is called Opaque and it's coming out this week. In fact, it's out right now and I want to play you this song from it 
called The Weirding. Hopefully see lots of you at the live show on Thursday. And apart from that, we'll be back with you next week. Bye.